It takes a Dwight and a Scott. A little pinch of it, Dwight. Scott? Dwight. Scott, what Dwight. What, what are all these bottles and, and cans? And Dwight. Th- is this Claridrill? Dwight. Have you been snorting the Claridrill Dwight. again, Scott? Dwight. Scott, it's not an... It's not something you're supposed to be abusing. Are you back? Scott. Are you back? Scott. Are you in the basket? Scott, I'm right here. Dwight. You know what's in the basket, Scott? Uh, Too many cooks and unedited footage of a bear is in the basket. Adult Swim for Shocktober, baby. It's in the basket. Writer's Bagel Basket. It takes a lot to make a stew. A pinch of salt and laughter, too. A scoop of kids to add the spice. A dash of love to make it nice. And you've got too many cooks. Too many cooks. You want to be a farmer? Here's a couple of acres. Sorry, Jeff. You lose. It was Professor Plum. I said Plum. The men you seek think you are dead, Kimosabe. We're going to pass you the start of the Bernoulli Convergenator. If he puts the car in fifth gear, he can jumpstart the whole thing. We don't have to be mean. Because remember, no matter where you go, there you are. Hi, welcome to Rutgers Bagel Basket. I am Scott Kerland. And I'm Dwight Stearns. Welcome back, Dwight. Yeah, hey, how have things been going without me? Um, it's been good. Mallory, uh, uh, Mallory and Haley nailed it on nice. Not Your Average Saturday Morning. That's very exciting. Um, I'm they, happy to hear. Thank they them. watched, so Mallory watched Riverdale. Um, which oh, I've never actually seen that show. It is bananas. It I've is heard it's very good. So it's it's a beautiful train wreck, as I call it. Oh, really? That bad, huh? It, it, like, like. <laughs> It's fascinating. Um, and then we also did Sabrina the Teenage Witch to kick it off, and we ended with Scooby Natural. Uh, Su- wow, yeah, that's a fun. Uh, and uh, the movie was Josie and the Pussycats. Jesus, yeah, that's a all like old Archie comic stuff. Is that was that the the plan? Nope. Oh, okay, worked <laughs> out. <laughs> Very cool. It just happened that way. And then uh, now we're in Shocktober, which started with Casper last week. And I love Casper. That's a good movie. That- did you guys hate it? <laughs> no. Good. Because no. it's amazing. We talked about my fear of death. Oh, yeah, don't we all? Well, uh, hey, we got some things to talk about but today. But how like like how Casper like fixed my fear of death as a child. Because you're gonna come back as a ghost? No, because it was either that or go back to the psychiatrist who had a puppet. Oh. Yeah, I'm out. <laughs> That's gross. <laughs> Not gross, but now, <laughs> listen to the episode, and it'll all make sense. Sure. So, so, Shocktober, you wanted to do, you came up with... Well, yeah, um, I'd been watching some things on YouTube, and... <laughs> always um, a bad idea. Yeah, <laughs> well, it's fine. It's always but, a rabbit hole. <laughs> um, yeah, I, so I fell into this one that we're going to talk about on the next uh, episode, and I then started looking at other creepy kind of short, um, short YouTube uh, videos that start off... Um, in one direction and then take like a hard turn. Like a horrifying turn. Yeah, exactly. Like a really, really creepy turn. So I brought to you um, Too Many Cooks. And I brought to you Unedited yeah, Footage and, of a Bear. And you counter with the Unedited Footage of a Bear, which I think, honestly, um, at the end, there's more to pick apart for that one. So yeah. I think I like it more. But um, Too Many Cooks, which one do you want to talk about first? Let's do Too Many Cooks. Yeah, I have more to say about Unedited Footage. Yeah. Uh, So Too Many Cooks is an 11-minute short that aired on Adult Swim um, in like 2013? Or or was it? I think it's 2014. More recent than that? I know Unedited Footage of a Bear is 2014. Um, Um, No, it was definitely 2014 um, because 
that's when I started. Uh, that's when Haley. It it came out when Haley like moved into the apartment with me, and you like you guys were living in sin. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Cool. Before we got married. Yes. Yeah. I, I find that very offensive. Um, as somebody <laughs> who, who finds is that offensive, pure of heart. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> you've been you've been with your wife since you guys were babies. More or less. Not babies. Yeah. You guys 18. are like you're is literally like Corey and Corey and Topanga. We are. Yes. Yeah. Pretty but, much at this point. But anyways. Yeah. Um. So yeah, so 2014 sounds about right, and it's a uh, web short, like I said, that aired on Adult Swim, or it was a short that aired on Adult Swim, now you can find it on the internet, and it's more or less just a giant parody of opening credits. Yeah, like 80s culture. It's all 80s culture. Yep. Because um, it goes from like the whole Full House, which started in 87, Family Matters, which also started in 88, 89. Mm-hmm. And then it does the workplace stuff with like perfect strangers. Yeah. Then it gets into like Nightmare on Elm Street, Friday's thirteenth. Yeah, it definitely takes a, a turn, like we said. So like this one, um, I remember hearing about it and with the way it was described to me and the way that I, I when I, I also encountered this when I watched it, is it starts off and you're like, Oh, oh I get this joke. It's cause the whole thing is credits. It's an yep. eleven minute credit sequence. And you're like, Oh, okay, that's funny. And then about like three minutes into it, you're like, oh, are you serious? This is an 11-minute credit sequence. But then it tips and it becomes hysterical again because like they start doing all these, like you were saying, like the, the cop drama style openings and like the dynasty dynasty, and like they start turning like Roseanne and, and it's like, oh, okay. So there's different styles in, in, in play here. The Roseanne one, they, they not only cover Roseanne, but then they also like get into like the Cosby show and like yeah. the different strokes of it all yeah. and like like all of that. And then it goes into Battlestar Galactica. Well, that's after the turn. Right. Um, so as you're watching it, you'll if you're paying attention to like the background, you start seeing this dude, and he's a little creepy. He's got like a jean uh, jacket on. He's uh, balding. He's got really is, stringy hair. Is it a jean jacket or members only jacket? I thought it was jean, but I might be wrong. Members only is possible. Um, <laughs> they're both. They're both creepy. Exactly. <laughs> And he's carrying a machete. Like, like, uh, like this is a PSA, guys. <laughs> if a man in a jean jacket or member's only jacket comes towards you and he has wispy hair, run away. Fast. Um, but, but don't run away with your, with your title credits uh, attached to you. That was my favorite. That, that is my favorite mm-hmm. because, like... She's running away and her title card is still on, but but all she had to do is go into the closet and lie like flat down on her chest. Yeah, to like hide the the glowing letters. That's when this this thing transcends. So like, it starts off as like the parodies, but then once the the, the murderer guy enters, because he starts killing the people in the main credits, and this one girl um starts running away, but as she's running, her title card or her 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 name credit is like attached to her as she's running, and that's what kind of attracts him to her so he can find her. But yeah, it was just Chris really... Br- Chris Casper Kelly is the, the serial the killer. The dude? Uh, yeah, and it was 2014. Okay, nice. Both of these that we watched today came out in 2014. Um, that's when they started their uh, infomercial the section. creepy block type stuff, yeah. yeah. So it was just... I really enjoyed this one, and uh, it's weird. And it, Had it, you, when did you first see it? Uh, probably, like... Everyone was posting it. I didn't see it when it first came out. Uh, unedited footage of Bear. I we'll get into that. But um, I saw it probably like 
two days after it premiered because everyone was oh, wow. posting it on Facebook. I, I didn't see it until like a year ago. So, oh, really? Yeah. Because everyone was posting it on like Facebook and Twitter. And I was like, what is this? What is Too Many Cooks? And then like, then I listened to it and then I couldn't get the theme song out of my head. It's catchy. Like, it really is. My favorite is, it takes a lot to make us do a pinch of me and a dash of you. Love and hope in a baby, too. <laughs> like, yeah. the the baby, I, I mentioned, like, that, that always drove me crazy on a sitcom. Because, yeah. like, oh, man, our ratings are down. How are we going to fix them? Add a baby. It's but the kid won't stop crying and pooping everywhere. Nope, add a baby. That's going to, it'll get butts in seats. We got to get the butts in the seats. <laughs> it did all of the tropes. It was, like... The older daughter, who clearly looks like a porn star. Yeah, she's uh, yeah, and definitely not whatever age they're trying to portray her yeah, as. Like in, she's in the not show. seventeen. Nope. She's got to go pick up her kids. <laughs> <laughs> and like the the nerdy guy watching her from next door, and then they even do like Wonder Woman ripoffs. And, yeah, and like do the superhero stuff, which is fun. It's just a weird one. So, oh, um, my favorite is when they go into GI Joe territory. Oh yeah, animated. That was great. Uh, and then at the end, they start doing, like you said, like Battlestar Galactica science fiction. But at that point, it's crossed into total, like, absurdity. Yeah. Like, it gets really surreal. Not that this whole thing in general isn't, but, like... I love the- Smarf. Oh, Smarf is great. Yeah, the Alf uh, stand-in. Who is clearly uh, Cylon also. <laughs> yes, he's a puppet, and he starts shooting laser beams out, and he he blows up the bad guy, but then the bad guy comes back, and it's fun. And you said that the the... The serial killer slasher is supposed to be like a metaphor for like well studio execs. That's what I read. Okay, so um, so the, both you did of these, more research than I did so, on so, this. So one. both of these things, I did a lot of research for um the bear one. Me too. Uh, but for this one, I, I did minimal because I couldn't find a whole lot. Um, but spoiler alert: everything today is a metaphor. Um, so I think a lot of what this short in general is trying to comment on is like you were saying the not even the cyclical nature of of sitcoms but like how sitcom tropes are used how sitcoms are very you know cookie cutter identical oh slap a baby and there's like four babies that show up my like, favorite as they're is trying when, to I, I love when they do the trope of the twins yeah like, yeah yeah one twin comes in and the other one comes well, in as like, well so the shows that did that were full house did that yep with nikki and alex and then um, seventh Heaven did that. I'm surprised. Oh yeah, that's I'm surprised right. they didn't do like a Seventh Heaven thing. Yeah, like slow it down and like do 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 too many cooks, yeah. and then have like the dad get arrested because it turns out he's a monster in real life. Ah, <sighs> yeah, creepy. Take that, Stephen Collins. Yeah, kabam. Come at me, boy. Uh, he's in. Is Please he in don't. jail? Is he in jail? I don't I know. Would hope. I think he's under house arrest or yeah, something. Yeah, still fucked up. He's still a monster. Um, <laughs> yes, but like, so. Then people, what I read was that the, the guy who's going around killing people is supposed to be like representing like either studio interference or like just the the meddling hand of somebody who's coming in and like hacking your, your vision to pieces and like that type the studio, of stuff. the studio exec who comes in, and he's like, I think he should come in and he should be like, what's that? Exactly. And like, yeah, exactly. Cause they have like the bigger guy who comes in and then like, we need to add all the babies. And then eventually the studio executive replaces all of the people in the show. And he's like, this is my vision now. It's no longer yours. But then you've got Smarf who is, I, I think Smarf is supposed to be like, Either like the the purity uh, or like the original creative spark, um, because he's so different from everything else, and he's the one who blows up the executive, right. and then he's the one who at hits the, end the reboot pushes button. the reboot button or whatever that like well, stops everything. S- Smarf also, 
uh, the guy who created Alf mm-hmm. was very like dead set in like you can't change it because like like he was one of the first creators of a TV show who not only was he the voice of Alf but he created the show and he wrote every mm-hmm. episode. But he had like carte blanche of like you can't touch my show. That's awesome. And and he stood by his guns and they're like, fine, we're gonna cancel you. And he's like. That's okay. Like he actually sounded like Alf. Imagine getting into a fight. <laughs> imagine, just his voice. Imagine getting into. No, you listen to me. No, you listen to me, Willie. I'm gonna eat these cats. <laughs> Where are my cats? No, I told you. I told you. I had final cut. Yeah. My name is Gordon Shumway. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> Being in, being in an argument with that guy would just that would be insane. Why are you laughing at me so much? It, Why? What's so funny about that? It would be like I forget his name. It's like Dana something. The guy who voices Master Shake. Like that's oh, just Dana Snyder. Dana Snyder. That's just his voice. Like yeah. I've heard him talk, and it's like I can't take him seriously because he's just or the same thing with like uh, H. John Benjamin. It's like he, Bob Archer, uh, Coach McCarl. Carl. They're all just Carl from Family him. Yeah. Exactly. They're all just him. Uh, yeah, because I love when they did. Uh, uh, I think it was Family Guy. They did like Carl meeting Bob or meet, meeting Archer. I've never. Uh, well, Archer did an opening with Bob's Burgers, right? And I've actually never seen him on Family Guy. I didn't even know he was on Family he's, Guy. He's Chris's boss at the convenience store. Oh, that's cool. I didn't know. I haven't watched Family Guy since two thousand six, so I don't. That's know. when they introduced him. Oh, seriously? Yeah. Oh well, I did not see any episodes with him in there. I didn't know Chris worked at a at a convenience store. Yeah, all they do is talk about uh, actresses who are naked in movies. Good, <laughs> they're that's like, important. They're like, uh, so there's this Jennifer Jason Lee movie, uh, Fast Times at Ridgemont High. She's naked at about uh, 25 minutes and 56 seconds, like at like, about yeah the exact time. That's yeah, awesome. Like, like he does, they do that, and that's just H. John Benjamin. And apparently, he just does that. He'll talk to guys about like 80s starlets. <laughs> that's awesome. Phoebe Cates is in that movie. And that's a good moment. <laughs> so, with the too many cooks, the whole formula. I love. Mm-hmm. I love when it starts out, and you you think it's like, oh, I guess Adult Swim is gonna make fun of Full House. Yeah. Or like, actually, I think the 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 font style was um, step by step. That's yeah. That's exactly what I was going to say. It yeah. looks. It's definitely not the Full House font style, but step by step looks more like that. Because they also do the trope when like, I was telling you this, and I'll go into the full backstory. But when when an actor on a sitcom in the eighties like started asking for too much money, like before mm-hmm. people were making like Friends or Big Bang Theory money. Yep. Um, Valerie uh, Harper, who was Rhoda on Rhoda, yeah, okay. she had a show called Valerie's Family. Which okay. became the Hogan family. After she got booted, so, I assume. So yeah. So what happened was like the first two seasons were like okay, and they're like, well, Jason Bateman's really the star of this. So she's like, no, this is my show, and they're like, not anymore. You're dead. Nope. And they, they killed her. They killed her wow. off, and they're like, yeah, well, we're gonna give your character cancer, <laughs> or, or like a car accident, or like car accident or yep. cancer, like <laughs> like interchangeable. They, they made it so way. like she could never come back. Wow. And that, that's brutal. That's like what they're doing with the new Roseanne. Like yep. they're renaming it the Connors, and yep. it's just like I think they're killing her in some way. I don't. I don't watch Roseanne, so I have no idea. I've and, only heard and, about this. Through and the they're news. addressing the fact that like DJ 
had. And did you see any of the new ones? I just said I don't watch oh, Roseanne, okay. so no. I'm sorry, I don't pay attention when I you realize listen. that when I talk. You I'm just, sorry, what were you saying? Yeah. Yeah, one more time. I totally understand that you're just completely forming your next train of thought and not listening to a thing that I'm saying. That's fine. I like That's pizza. Fine. <laughs> yes, me too. <laughs> no, uh, so so what they did? I watched like the first couple of episodes of the new Roseanne, um, and DJ on the show. Wicca Another example of having a cute kid now that he's an adult, they would just have him like come by and be like, doing my laundry. And then like, Bye. yeah. And they address that now with like Roseanne Dev because apparently she didn't get along with him oh, when, really? when he like, became an adult. Oh, that's funny. Like, so, well, not funny, but so now that Sarah, interesting. Now that Sarah Gilbert is in charge, she's like, okay, do you want lines? Do you want dialogue? Go ahead. Yes, please. And like he said more in the, the trailer for the new series than he, he said did in the whole last mm-hmm. season yeah that's funny so going back to like the um the mothers as well um that also happened on fresh prince and on family matters yes like they've replaced the moms but on in, family like, matters we, we talked about fresh prince on the fresh prince one and yep. we glossed over on family matters what happened on family members family matters family members family yeah, there's there's members of the matters family uh, that's the name of the family right the matters family yeah, the matters that's family. What, i'm pretty sure that's what, that's it's what called. they should have done <laughs> so um she just got sick of dealing with like Jaleel White taking over the show. Yeah, because it was supposed to be about her. Wasn't she the main spinoff character yes. initially? On Perfect Strangers, which Perfect Strangers is uh, one of my favorites sitcoms of all time. Mm-hmm. And like Harriet was the breakout like character. That's why they spun her off because she always had great one liners. She ran the elevator of the, the newspaper and like Valky would be like Harriet, do these make my butt look big? And she's like, "Oh, they sure do, baby." And he would be like, "Oh, thank you." And like, like she she would just add in a sassy line here and there. That's enough to structure a whole show around a sassy line. Yeah, and it lasted for what eight seasons, nine seasons. It lasted but nine seasons, and that's because of Urkel, though. They killed her off, or they replaced no, they replaced her. her. <laughs> She definitely didn't die. They replaced her. They replaced her like in the eighth season. Yeah, it was really late. Yeah. Which is, you know, still impressive amount of time to stick around for if you're super unhappy that Urkel is taking over. Uh, she probably had a contract, I'm though. pretty sure she just like made it to the, the syndication because like syndication now is five seasons. You make it five seasons, you get syndicated. I thought it was a number. It's, it's a season number? I thought it was a certain It was a hundred episodes. Yeah, that's what I always thought it was, was a hundred episodes. But then when they started decreasing... The show order numbers, mm-hmm. it became seasons. Oh, interesting. So that's why uh, the fifth season of um, Community, they're like, "Oh, we're syndicated now," because like shorter they order. Made it. Yeah. So oh, cool. Yeah. So too many cooks. <laughs> <laughs> so so when they're doing the Roseanne of it all, yep. then, then as we mentioned, they covered the whole like. Cosby Show, yeah, Family Matters, that, and then they go into like the cop drama stuff. From yeah, T.J. Hooker, and they they actually found an actress who really looked like Heather Locklear. Like, mm. like I think the the thing is their names on there. That's their real names. The, yes, because they're like we can't really pay you. They like got like scale and then like craft services. That sounds about and right. Because like, I mean, it was a super small, clearly a, a low budget thing. It's eleven minutes long, mm-hmm. <laughs> like. But the amount of things they do in it is like nuts. Like they go to so many different sets and different. Like obviously, some of it looks really cheap and cheesy. Like when they end up in the Battlestar Galactica stuff, and you've got like the dinosaur aliens, and it's yeah. just that's a mask, right? That's <laughs> a bad mask. I, I heard this might not be true, but the rumor I heard is Chris Casper Kelly is friends with Dan Harmon. So when they were doing 
the community episode where they do G.I. Joe, mm-hmm. I heard that they just like animated an extra like uh, thing for this. For, yeah, for that's them. not true. I don't know. I you have just, no. Idea. You just said I don't know if it's true. I, I I don't know, but that but I'm pretty sure that's what they did. That'd be cool. Well, that sounds I, I like something I, Dan Harmon yeah, would Harman do. Yeah, Harmon would totally do that. Like, hey, let me help you out. I have this extra money or this extra budget. Let me burn it on this for yeah. for you. That's totally something that Harmon would do. So like like it was something that he brought to the studio to um to like NBC and they're like we're not going to use that just cut it and he's like oh that's a shame oh too they're too like bad. we don't we don't get why there's a guy with a machete <laughs> <laughs> and i love how the guy with the machete has a cosby sweater on oh in that one does he or throughout the whole thing oh, he's wearing okay. a cosby sweater i oh i never actually paid attention to that, that and this sense. was before yes all of that uh, was it it must it, have been. 2015 is when it... It's when everything, like... 2015... Uh, hit yeah, the fan. Last year is when it really came to light. Yeah. Yeah, okay. There's not much to say on Too Many Cooks. Like, it really isn't. The, the it main is reason, shocking. That was it. The main reason I wanted to do it is because... Well, so part of me was like, maybe Scott hasn't seen this, and I wanted to show you something really fucked up. Like, that was <laughs> kind of where I went with this, and that's why the next one... Is, or the next one that I also brought to the table, I think, is more fucked up than this. I didn't see all of. I saw a episode of the next thing we're going to talk about, mm-hmm. and I I was out after it. Yeah, so it's awesome. So now we have to watch all of it, <laughs> and it's really going to mess me up, and I'm going to have really messed up dreams. And I have a lot to say about that one as well. But anyways, yeah. um, so too many cooks. Is, how many uh, bagels are in this one, or do you want to wait till the end? No, we can do it now. Um, for this one, uh, this one, it's fun, but I don't. Uh, I'm going to do with the criteria of it's Shocktober and it should be shocking. This one is not that shocking. So seven out of... Seven, seven left? Uh, yeah, seven left. Seven That's out of 13. A, you know, you know what? That actually sounds pretty good. I'm going to I'm gonna go with the seven as well. Because it's... You're right. It um, This one's more jokey than it is shocky. And like the, the shock stuff doesn't really come until um, over halfway through it. So... When you're judging an 11 minute thing and only 50% of it, less than 50% of it's shocky, then yeah, <laughs> you have some issues. Um, as opposed to like the bear one, which has a lot yeah, more of that. So, getting into that, I, I have one more thing I wanted to say. Okay. Uh, so, like the only other thing about this one um, is it does some things that I, I find a little cheap and I don't enjoy them, but it's like, so at the end, when they get really existential and they have like the credits playing the people and then like the names. So they have, uh, the, they replace the people with animated versions of credits and then across the bottom they have the people show up, but they do that like peaking scream that's like high pitched and like it's clearly like yeah. over, overly loud. Yeah, I hate that. I find it really annoying and it, not It's scary. so annoying. It, it's annoying. It, mm-hmm. It's it's like you guys are Adult Swim, your Cartoon Network. You should know. But they do things like that on Adult Swim all the time, and I don't think it's that funny. Um, I think it's mildly like stoner humor and like weird, like just like it, it's ra- like, randomness for random sake. It's like that guy who's like, "Guys, I just found a baby bird outside. It broke its wing. Here, take a look. Those are your testicles." Yeah, it's like yeah, <laughs> okay. Yeah, it's like it's like yeah, yeah. it wasn't funny. Yeah, but so like, that's why I think seven is is a good number. Yeah, because because it, it's clever. Yes, it's very clever. If we were if we were doing this, not in Shocktober, and on its own merits, probably 
10. Yeah, the joke lands. It's a good joke. But in terms, if we're looking at it through the lens, like you said, of being shocky and kind of scary. How that's is what Casper shocktober? Because... What's shocking about Casper? Because it, it was a summer movie. It came out in summer. I saw that movie in theaters. I saw that in, in theaters, Saw it with too. my grandmother and like, also and my cousin. It was shocking that it's supposed to be a kid's like movie, and it's, it's dark. It has heart, and True. it was also written by... Uh, I called her Dina Jacobson last time. It's Dina Oliver and Sherry Stoner, who oh, wrote... the worst. <laughs> Sherry Stoner is Slappy Squirrel on Animaniacs, and Dina oh. Oliver... Wrote for Animaniac. She did the the fingerprints joke. Oh yes, yes, yeah. Yes, yes. She 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 is a genius. Nice. Like, also the Ghostbusters are in that movie. Or a a Ghostbuster. <laughs> but but like for shocking, it's like also it's shocking that a thoughtful Halloween movie was made like in this mm. time period when like ninety five was Waterworld and it, it it was also shocking that Casper. Also, was the number four movie of the year. Really? Behind Toy Story number one, Die Hard with a Vengeance, Jumanji, and Casper. Wow, that's interesting. Shocking. All, all family. Shocktober. <laughs> yeah. There we go. Perfect. All right. I, you, you, you get a pass. So, so you, you brought. <laughs> you, I brought too many cooks. Yeah, and you're like, isn't this disturbing? And I was like, I'll see your, I'll see your too many cooks, and I'll raise you something way more fucked up. Which I hadn't seen. I, I had not seen unedited footage of and a bear. And I sent it to you like while you were working. Yes. <laughs> and you're like, what the hell? It was um, it was different. It is it, horrifying. Yeah, I stopped watching it the first time, mostly because I was at work and I couldn't give it my full attention. But like, it gets weird, and this one I think. All right, let's, let's talk about it. So, so unedited footage of a bear premiered December 16th, 2014. Mm-hmm. Now, I what were you doing on that day, Scott? <laughs> so uh, Haley was uh, visiting her parents for the weekend, and I was home by myself. And, and when she's not there, I can't sleep. Like, like I, I can't. I can't. What, what's the line from Community? Ha! Gay! <laughs> Just kidding. Like, w- when my wife isn't. Around, I can't sleep. Mm-hmm. Like I can't stay. She was your wife back then, she or were like, you still living in sin? We were living in sin. That's what I thought. We were monsters. When your enabler <laughs> is gone. Yes, when my enabler. Uh, so so I was like, I can't sleep. Uh, I don't have work tomorrow. I turned on Adult Swim, and I was like, I, Why is there a bear? <laughs> like. You turned it on and it was playing immediately. Yeah. Wow, that's a perfect timing. Like the, it was like the little like Adult Swim bumper, like mm-hmm. the, you know, because uh, these aired at four a.m. for context. Yes. So you could sleep, but it was four a.m. Right. Wow. And I couldn't sleep, and I turned and I was like, unedited foot. Uh, that some guys like, oh my god, look at that bear. Yeah, it's, it's like the, you can hear it in the background. They're like, oh my god, it's like, so it's majestic. Yes. And then it cuts to a commercial, and it pops up with the skip ad. It's a YouTube commercial on TV. And and I was like, Weird. I was like, how much sleep didn't I get? And then it turns into uh, Claridil or Claridrill. Claridrill, I think it is. Uh, commercial, and it's Team the hap- yeah, it's the the happy mom. And I was like, okay, this is stupid. And then it keeps going. I was like, is she still driving after the narration? And then it gets darker and darker, and like I was, I was in that phase where I was like about to fall asleep, mm-hmm. and then it got really, 
really fucked up. And I was like, I am never sleeping again. (laughs) And I am never taking Claritin or Allegra again. And then I went to your house and I had to take Claritin and Allegra (laughs) because of your cat. (laughs) Well, good for you. Good thing for you. Um, Claradrill, while it's being advertised on in this short as an allergy thing, it's not really about allergy medication. It's a metaphor for drug addiction. It's a metaphor for drug addiction, and it's a metaphor for antidepressants specifically. Um, so let's talk about this. Why yes. not? So it still opens up, like you said, on just unedited footage of a bear, goes into the commercial. And so as the woman is driving around uh, her, her town, she sees, she comes across a, a crime scene. And it's a, somebody's in a body bag. There's police outside the house. Clearly, whatever's happened inside is so messed up. It's like... The cop is crying. The cop is broken down. Yep. So, and there's a guy being like restrained and he's like freaking out. And then like you see cops carrying like body bag or just like trash bags filled with blood. Like... And body well, parts. Well, uh, one cop has the trash bag, but the other one, if you see the one behind him, he's carrying a tiny body bag. I did not see that. Which means it's a body bag for a child. Yes. And uh, that is so upsetting. There, there's a lot of child murder in this one. Uh, uh, trigger warning, maybe, uh, for this episode. If you can hear that noise through the microphone, that's me rubbing my temples, trying not to cry. <laughs> That's the sound of Scott rubbing his temples. It's really weird. I don't. Um, I feel very uncomfortable right now. I should probably go see a doctor. Yeah, but um, so she sees that. No, that before before that, she takes like a hit of of Claradrill yeah, or whatever. So, so if you look in her back seat, mm-hmm. it is filled with with the. So I guess it comes in pill form, but it also comes in a snort, a nasal spray, a nasal spray, and the back seat is filled with like the nasal spray yep. and the boxes, the empty boxes. Of the actual pills, and then she opens up her glove mm-hmm. box, and it's filled it, with. And, and, yeah, and if you pay attention to like what's going on, so like as the um, commercial is like fading out, the colors become muted. a lot less mute, like, more muted, less saturated. Like they just become like really, really dull, and you can almost the way that I've read about this being interpreted is that like her coming off of the, the Claradrill hot high. And so she needs that other hit because like that's her world coming back to reality. And so she needs like, it's worn off. She needs more. Because in the opening of the actual infomercial of the commercial, like it, it is that muted color. Mm-hmm. And then and she takes it and it. Whoosh. Yeah. And, but the kids are like, mom, mom, ma'am, ma'am, ma'am. And she's like, I need, I need drugs. Clearly. So then she is driving, sees a yellow cardigan on the middle of the road or whatever, pull this over. This is where it gets so fucked up. And this yes. is so imagine being awake at like three thirty, four in the morning. And also <laughs> I've talked to Haley about this. When when she goes when she goes visits family and like I say when the cat's away, I eat really bad for me so Makes i sense. probably have like popeye's chicken or some sort yeah, of fried terrible. food in me and ice cream and like soda and so i was up i couldn't sleep and then this comes on <laughs> which is just a perfect recipe for nightmarish yeah life. so 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 when she's standing she sees a body in the distance yep and it's her it's a clone of herself and i was like what the hell this is actually my favorite part of the the short because the so what like, is wrong with you? No, 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 because it's like frozen. She's like frozen. The camera zooms in and like these weird like 
tribal drums start playing. Yeah. I've been watching a lot of classic horror movies right now. This is so like late 70s, early. This is like mid 70s horror. It's like, it really reminded me of like The Exorcist and like that like type of like driving, yeah, it, um, thumping. Definitely music. Exorcist. It also reminded me of like uh, that Hammer horror movies. Yep. Yep. Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. I can totally like, see like, that. The, the angles, the Dutch angles that they use to like show the house when, mm-hmm. when she is dragging her corpse to the house it is yeah. very um is very like a haunting of hill house and like yep. all, I can like see all that. that stuff and when when her, her her zombie state self beats herself up it is physically upsetting it is so yeah. upsetting because it because she <laughs> It's like the scene in, in Goodfellas where De Niro's beating that guy up. He's like, where's my money? Where's my money, you son of a bitch? And like, like, like it feels like she's like, where's my Claradrill? Where's my Claradrill, you son of a bitch? You promised you would give it to me. I need a snort. I need to, to swallow the pills. <laughs> but like I said while we were watching this, my th- that is actually the biggest issue I have with this because I feel like the sound design is such a fucking shallow and pedantic thing for me to pick about it. I, I feel like so- sound I, for a I, I, I feel like such like a pretentious asshole. Please ignore my, my opinion here. But the sound design of when Can she's hitting her... you push your glasses up? As I will, yeah. Let me cock in a higher register. Like, the sound design was not very impactful for me. Like, she was kicking her and it was almost like no noise. And I wanted to hear that like, like the, the impact of it, which is messed up. I can, like messed up Can I up play things. devil's advocate for a second? No. <laughs> I wanted him, yeah. I assume it's like a drug-induced... No, I wasn't even going to go there. As a kid who got like beat up mm-hmm. when I was little, when someone would punch me like or, 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 or like bully me and like hit me, I wouldn't hear it. Like when I'm getting hit, mm-hmm. like I can't hear the noise of like my, my face getting punched or my chest getting hit. I can't hear that noise. Huh. Like so... It's not been hit hard because like I heard that. That's me. And she was kicking her hard, Scott. I'm saying <laughs> psychologically. Fair. Okay, no, that's fair. I yeah. Suppose. So, like, when it's happening to you, like, um, when when I was 16, I had my first car accident, and when I heard that when I when I crashed and when the other car t-boned me, mm-hmm. I didn't hear the noise because I I didn't it, like everything slowed down. That really hurt. <laughs> Did it to yourself. Yes. <laughs> Just tell someone you fell down some stairs, Dwight. Mm. Oh man, you you should be more careful. Yeah, um, I mean, I'm walking into a lot of door frames lately. <laughs> yeah, but when I when when I got t-boned, when the guy made an illegal left turn and t-boned me, everything slowed down. Mm-hmm. I didn't hear the crunching of the glass. I didn't hear anything because everything mm. just stopped. Okay, no, that makes sense. So you, what you're saying is basically it's an artistic decision. Yeah. Okay, I follow that. Still doesn't mean I don't. Doesn't change the fact that I didn't like it. Of course, but, but not. I but I understand what you're what you're saying there. I mean, this everything in this short was very clearly deliberate. So you're probably 100 percent right on that. Just by like, probably not. I'm probably just talking out of my butt. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Writer's Bagel Basket, where we talk out of our asses weekly. We talk out of our bagel holes. That could be butt or mouth. Take your pick. Um, but yeah, so after the clone beats her up. She then gets into the car and backs over her, <laughs> which is like, obviously, we've already entered surreal with being beaten up by a clone, but that doesn't kill her. It just makes her stronger. Yeah. Eh, it wouldn't go that no, far. No, it cause, doesn't. Because she can't walk anymore. Her legs are broken. 
But um, so then she then starts to crawl back to her house, which must have been relative. So, well, so the stuff that I was reading about this, the the neighborhood mm-hmm. is is actually her brain. Okay. Like the different side streets and like the winding roads is like a metaphor for her brain. I can see that. And and the fact that that the zombie her could get back home meant that like she was front and center of the lobe mm. and she was controlling everything. And I buy that. And there I are certain that. things that I, I buy like that too. Interpretation. Like, like, and and the other her is crawling back to get to that place of being in front. But it's never gonna happen yep. because she dies right on the front steps. I don't think she. Um, okay, if she does die, that is where she would be. So the way that I have seen this, and the way that uh, I interpret it, and I, I agree with, I saw this online. I read this online. Um, so it is a, a metaphor for addiction, but specifically the type of drugs that are being lashed out against here are not um, <laughs> allergy medicine. It's uh, over the counter, or no, not it's non-prescription um, antidepressant stimulants, which is basically they sell these things um, with gigantic lists of side effects that involve like and no like, one ever reads them exactly. But it's always things like if you have suicidal thoughts and depression, blah blah. blah stop this and take your think, talk to your doctor. But they're things that like are meant to speed up the um, process of an antidepressant working, right. which is, you know, completely opposite of an antidepressant because you're uh, now having suicidal thoughts. So it's about a woman who has either her husband has left or has died. And that has a giant like effect on her life. Cause you so can, she needs to raise two kids. Exactly. Now. Yeah. Cause you can see that she's a single mom. If you look when um, she gets out of the van on the back of the van, there's three stick figures um, or it's like that uh, decal family. There's only the three of them. So you can tell that she's definitely single. Um, there's a later point where she's talking about uh, when she's in the basement and she's like talking into the wall. Um, she says something along the lines of like, oh, I met him two weeks ago. We went out. It was really nice. So like, it's this woman who's trying to get back into the dating scene, but she has... Um, mental issues. M- massive mental issues right. brought on by this addiction that she has to this uh, antidepressant. <laughs> this over-the-counter drug. Yep. And, and Exactly. And so you see when she drives past the... Um, uh, the the crime scene, there's a, a man in a body bag and he's wearing these bright green sneakers. They're really hard to miss. And the other guy who is on the... Um, who's being arrested. Who's being arrested is also wearing those same sneakers. So people are uh, assuming that it's the same person and it's like a metaphorical thing for he's killed himself and like he's probably also cloned himself like this woman has. Like there's multiple versions of him. And so that's what he lost himself to that clone and it killed his family. So it's like an internal right. mind metaphor so, thing. So... Um, Know what I've always noticed when they go through the side effects things and people mm-hmm. are actually listening to, if you have this, avoid this, this, yep. and this. Like, people always skip past the, it may cause, you know, delusions of grandeur, grand yep. mental problems, stuff like that. All they hear is, may cause erectile dysfunction. I'm okay with going schizophrenic and, you know, killing people, but making my ding-dong not work. That's a no-no. My deal breaker is always anal leakage. That, I'm out. My, my too. I'm out. Me too. Nope. Like, I refuse to leak out, out my, my anus. If things are coming out my butt and, and they shouldn't be. And I don't have control be. over it. Don't want them. So nope. I, I found this. Um, This was in the video comments. Mm-hmm. This was on Reddit. And is this from him? One of the creators. What's his name? The main guy is Alan Resnick. Yeah, he has another YouTube channel that's actually really similar stuff to this. I think it's called like Alan Does Things yeah. or Alan, yeah. Um, and it's 
if you watch that, it's really very similar to this. So one of the guys who worked on the, the project mm-hmm. said, when the side effects narrator trails off, she has already been abusing the drugs and has lost her mind. Notice all the empty containers in the minivan? Yep. Duh. <laughs> the handcuffs... Uh, the handcuff man is the one she met that she was mud- mumbling about in the basement later. Oh, okay. I didn't, I didn't pick that up, but okay, I follow that. The violent version of herself is the one in her mind that already exists. Yes. That has already done something terrible to that man, and the scene of the evil oh. her defeating the sane her is an indicator of the evil version of herself taking complete control. That makes sense. I, I, I interpreted it as um, he was just someone else who was addicted to it and also had these side effects where he killed his family, and then she also kills her family, which is what ties in at the end when the cops come and everything. The evil version of herself stole the gun from the other man's house to use the murder weapon to kill her family in the lawn chairs. Her screaming on the phone Uh, is her moment of clarity that something is wrong with her and no one can help her. The only part that I don't understand is why she stopped scribbling on the faces to pose. Okay, well, that that one I know. Um, So... Uh, going to the, 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 what's the name of the guy again who created this? This wasn't Alan Resnick. Alan Resnick. Okay, but the, so Alan Resnick on his other YouTube channel, he um, apparently, whenever he uses the word blue or the color blue, it's uh, supposed to be like a metaphor for sadness. Um, I originally thought it was the kids were blue in the face, so she killed them. But apparently it's a metaphor for sadness. And so as the mother is going through, she is making her children sad, which you can see because the children are physically getting sadder. When you get to the cheerleader, that's not the daughter. Uh, if you look at it, it's a different person from it. So people think that it's a representation of her when she was younger. And this is now her older, more insane self mocking her past self when she was happy and when she was uh, normal. I take it as like, yes, but also she wants to be happy and she thinks yeah, that person yeah. has the answer. Yep. So she's like, if I do this. Once again, her past self was, was the one that was happy when everything, she had like her whole world ahead of her, her whole life ahead of her. Um, so... There's there's that type of stuff, and then there's um, the thing with like the the chairs is uh, another representation I think of just like the father being gone because there's also a scene when the kids open up a closet and in the closet they find um, their mother's body missing her head and she's wearing like a really nice dress which could almost be interpreted as like a wedding dress so it was like one of the last times that she was like truly happy right I think it's about time we get into the meta stuff for this. Um, because I have some some stuff on that. Before so, we do that, okay. some, one Reddit poster put, somewhere David Lynch is pissed and wants his infomercial <laughs> Sounds about right. Oh, hi. You stole my stuff. I really should beat the hell out of you. Want to hear me sing? No. No. Fine, so, but I want my infomercial back. <laughs> so let's get the, into the meta so, of it all. So if you're, as you're watching the... The, the, the short, uh, a website comes across the bottom, claredrill.com. Oh and if you're you watching it on... this to me when you got here, and, <laughs> and I, I'm very upset right and, now. And, and if you're watching it on YouTube, um, the skip ad thing, if you click on it, it takes you to the Claredrill website. And it's basically just an advertisement for the drug. And as you're watching the website and you start clicking on things, you can't escape the website. Nothing like goes away. None of the links take you anywhere else. Um, things kind of fly off the screen. And if you click on uh, other stuff, they eventually come back. Um, if you click on enough stuff, the, the, the images in the background start to shift to the left. The faces on the people become distorted. And like 
it starts like jittering. The longer you stay in Claradrill, like exactly, the yeah. more that you're there, the the more messed up it gets. So there's a house in the background of of this ad, and if you click on the house, it zooms in and gets closer, and then it eventually takes you to another site that is um, a walkthrough, a virtual walkthrough of the house that we've seen in the short. Do you and know how much time and money must have went into making there's that? There's a lot of thought. Like, so much detail. Like, it's crazy. Um, so you can go through this house and you can find like the pile of presents that you see in the short. You can go into the back r- backyard. You can find um, the chairs. You can shoot over one of the chairs. You can find a hole. But if you go into the house and you start exploring, you can find the basement. And in the basement uh, is the scene where she was yelling at the wall. So it's the same, um, same scene or the same location. And in the floor is a half of a head and a hand sticking out of it. And it's clearly uh, a male head. So people are thinking that it's like a representation of uh, the husband mm-hmm. who was the foundation of this family. And now that he's been removed, things are, have started to like break apart and everything. And if you go into the kid's bedroom where you find that closet, where you, in the short, you see um, the woman in the dress, uh, there's a hand also coming through, which is another part of the father. So it's like, that's why people have drawn that connection between the two of them. So it's really messed up. I like the idea that she went on a date with this guy probably because she hadn't, like the guy she's talking about and yep. the guy that people speculate is the guy is in the, the hand. Like she had a one night stand with this guy mm-hmm. because she needed human connection, found his gun. She's high on Clara Drill, went home, murdered her kids because she wanted to start life with this guy. He gets blamed for it, and she's probably hmm. so drugged up she brought the bodies into the house and was like, see, I did it. That's, that's an interesting interpretation. That's a messed up interpretation. I like that. That's, that's, that's a... She was also wearing those similar running shoes. She, well, well she hadn't actually yeah. noticed. That's cool. Yeah, so, so and, and the one thing I noticed is where the body is, mm-hmm. where the body is on the stairs at the is where she falls, collapsed, where they have the, the, you see the body on the ground. Yep. It's in the same position that she is when she is on. Oh. So what I'm thinking is that the man with the handcuffs isn't even the man on the date with her. It's probably the husband. Oh, come back in jealous rage. and. It, well, when came, came back as soon as like someone called him that something was wrong in the house. Oh, I see what you're saying. Everyone's dead. She's on the ground because she probably killed herself, and he gets blamed for it because it's his gun. Hmm. That's a, ooh, I didn't think about that. That's I, how did we one. become serial? Yeah, I don't know. Tell me about it. <laughs> we there's, become there's, last podcast on there, the left. There, there, oh, I love that movie. That's I a messed should, up movie. There's a couple other things. Uh, podcast, was, last podcast. Last podcast on it, the they left. They talk about murders and serial killers. Oh, is that an actual thing? It's oh, okay. I, it's I, a, I've it's never a heard comedy it. podcast. Where oh, they, yeah. fun. Um, so, yeah. It, yeah. So, the, it, it, sorry, go. The okay. ethos of this whole like, like mini short. This one is actually shorter than two mini cooks. Not by much, if so. By like thirty seconds, uh, uh, forty-five, almost a minute. But yeah, it, it's it's still shorter, and 
it's more powerful. Yeah, I think the message in this one's a lot more clear. Um, even if you do take just a service level of it, like it's clearly about an addiction of some sort. Like you can dig into like what actually is happening and blah blah blah. blah. Like we didn't even talk about like the uh, the the phone call from Donna or um, Donna who who, who Donna. Donna who Donna is. I, I think Donna is actually the woman, and she's like trying to call herself because I think that like when you see the woman in the kitchen placing a phone call and people think that that's her calling herself to like try and like snap herself out of it. If you look at the way that the woman in the kitchen is moving, she's moving at normal speed, but there's like a crazy motion blur on her. I would love to see Alan Resnick direct an actual horror movie. That would be fantastic. Because it would be be so fucked up. It would be like modern day David Lynch. (laughs) I'm still mad at you. Yeah, I don't care. We need someone new. No, I want my movie. Go back to Twin Peaks. Da do, da do. Why can't I think of the song? What's the song from Eraserhead that. In heaven. That one. Yeah. Messed up. Um, Creepy. But this this is very David Lynch-esque. Like, th- this is why we need more directors like, like you know, Alan, Alan Resnick and, mm-hmm. and um, Jordan Peele. Like, more people who are willing to, like, their foundation, they, they got their start in doing comedy, but they found, like, the disturbing absurdity of life mm-hmm. and, like, certain things. This is why we need more people like this to scare the shit out of us. And I'm happy that a place like Adult Swim is taking a chance on like experimental stuff like this. Like with, with the whole um, real life aspect of this with the website and the like the multiple layers. They of this. must it's, have put so much money into that website. Like, eh, yeah, probably. Like they definitely had to at least rent the house. Like there's a lot there. The website's still up. This came out in 2014. Like that stuff. I mean, websites aren't super expensive, but that's still no, upkeep that it, somebody it, has to it do. It probably just keeps getting them noticed, like yeah. because this is still po- 2014, and four years later, we're still talking about exactly. it. Exactly. Well, I only found out about it last week, or whenever you like a month ago when you told me about July. it. July. Yeah. Yeah, July. Yeah, that sounds about right. <laughs> but so it was. Uh, thank you very much for showing me this one. I really enjoyed it. Because we was, started talking about this in July. Yeah. Well, what we were going to do for yeah. this type of stuff. Yeah. Because that was that sounds about right. That was around the time I watched the next thing we're going to talk about yeah. again. So, um, before we get into that, I, I do need to tell you the whole puppet of it all. Like I, I said, I would I I tease it. I talked about it on the last podcast, but when I was a kid, mm-hmm. I had bad OCD, and I was scared of death, mm-hmm. and my parents thought, you know, he either needs to go to a therapist, or, or we're just going to kill him now, or a neurologist, so they brought me to a neurologist. Okay. She had a puppet that looked exactly <laughs> like her. That's weird. Like, I'm sure that's like a thing that like, there may be like some Tell medical- Tell Dr. Irma where the pain is. Like <laughs> some medical journalist, but the, I, I'm, I'm sure it works on some people. It looks like King that would Friday. Not be... like, like, it was like a King Friday style puppet. Oh. So which, that so meant terrifying. she- ha- Right, but that meant she had to go to a, a puppet maker, like a guy who does this for a living, and do that. So I only bring this up because I wanted to get your opinion on this. Haley thinks that we should have a bagel basket puppet- so, oh, so <laughs> she was joking, but I go, ha, I'm Bagley. I'm Bagley, the bagel basket puppet. Now, what is it? Is it just a bagel or is it like the actual basket and like the basket opens up and talks? It, it, it's basically like a pop and fresh style. Like, like you put your hand up, up into a bagel head. Okay. So it, it is a bagel it, head. So it's a bagel head that talks. Does it have like arms and stuff like that? Like, so like the head of the bagel, like yeah, it's, it's like it, a human it's, with a bagel it's, it's head. It's but anthropomorphic. Then it's anthropomorphic. I'm, I'm for it. Okay. Yeah, sure. Get on that. <laughs> ha, it's me, uh, Bailey. I was like, uh, no, no. This fuck is you, what- Bailey. 
I hate bagel officially. And the reason why I bring up puppets, because what we're talking about next, yeah, I had to find a way to segue. That was a good segue. Thank you. That was, that was, that was sweet. So, so we're talking about... Dwight, take it away. I would not like a hug because I am very afraid. So we're talking about... I think it came out in like 2000, whatever. Nine or ten. No, it's not that old. Uh, it only ended like two years or a year ago. Uh, but the 2000 whatever show, I found um, out Don't Hug like Me. 2013, I'm 2014. That sounds about right. It's been going on. It, it took them like five years to finish it. Uh, to, don't Hug Me, I'm Scared is the next thing we're going to talk about. Uh, it is an online web show. It's about 40 minutes long if you watch all six episodes together. Uh, highly recommend it. Um, so go check that out. Oh, we didn't even week. do any. How many bagels? Oh, yeah. I thought you were like just segmenting or segueing and then you were going to swoop back to it. I guess um, I did. <laughs> yes, you did. Uh, I would give this one, it's going to be pretty high. This is super shocking. So. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to go with like a 12. I'm going to take one out um, because I didn't like that sound design section. Uh, so 12. I'm going with 11 because it still scares the pants out of me. Like mm-hmm. I've seen this so many times now, but it scares me. Yeah. It, it's it's definitely creepy. I like that there is a lot to talk about, and as soon as you like, just scratch below the surface, it's really fun. And I love anything with ARGs, like anything that has um, actual real world stuff that you can dig around in and poke around in, is so much fun. There's some creepy shit on that website. I highly recommend you all check it out. It, it's terrifying. And like the actress who played her did a pretty good job. She actually showed up in uh, too many It wasn't cuts. her. Oh, unless IMDb is lying to me. It didn't say that that was her. She could have gone uncredited. That's possible. Because she does work for Adult Swim. Like. Yeah. That makes so, sense. So until next time, I am Scott Kerland. I'm Dwight Stearns. Bye. Bye. <laughs>